Hey, welcome back to Talking Pigskin. I'm your host, Jerry McKeon. And with me today, as always, is Mike the Jag. What's going, going on, on, everybody? What's up, brother? What's, uh, what's the biz? You know, I want to talk about how the LA Chargers are making a run to be the best team of football. And how gutsy. How gutsy is that call to go for two at the end? And I just, love it. And I was, I was, and I'm glad you brought that up. Philip Rivers, Rivers even said in the press conference afterwards, it was a similar play with an added wrinkle. They just bunched the two receivers. Mike Williams ran, and apparently it was a busted coverage. Just runs a little, little skinny corner route, and that's one of those. Oh. That's one of those plays where you go back to the sideline and you go, Coach, remember that one? Yep. We're gonna we're gonna do the exact same thing, but he's gonna break off this way. He's gonna be wide open. And I think they sent the fullback in motion too, just to confuse the defense just a little bit more. Which probably one last little shift where it was the it was just that much. More. It was the it was the one last like little like wrinkle. I guarantee you that Rivers smiled when he saw the. The defender moved that just, little bit. He's just, just like, okay, I can throw this left hand right inside. Oh my gosh! Um, did you like? Did you like that it was his call? Uh, Rivers made that play. As soon goal. as that touched that, that that ball crossed the line, he put the fucking two fingers up and he probably right away. And then the, and then the camera shifted to, to Lynn. Oh. Um, Don't you? I like it. I, I've liked it when Vrabel has been aggressive basically all season. Um, I just had I, I liked it last year as much. I mean, as much as I hate that team. I loved it uh, last year when Peterson was uber aggressive. I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but I just either had a will I. It, I just either a, will I. City of Philadelphia. Of, of, I just had a vision of Philip. My bad, y'all. <laughs> Philip Rivers as an offensive coordinator, like ten years down the road, just calling like 65 passing attempts <laughs> in a football game. I don't know why you're, you're you're laughing. I mean, you called out Philadelphia, and they came out and and, and smashed. That's why I'm fun. Oh, buddy, I, and, nothing I can do but fucking laugh at myself after that oh, shit. Oh, oh, I mean, there's the expression "have an egg on your face," but you got the whole damn carton, buddy. That's you got right. the whole you, tread lightly on that. <laughs> it's a whole dozen. But uh, back to LA and KC. Um, Mahomes is. Um, Did they go into coast mode? Hold on. What's above elite? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> because when you break down what he's capable of, is he getting five over the last two? So last chance to jump on board. I'm gonna. Say, or you can stand firm and say forty nine. I'm gonna say no. You yeah, turn. I'm gonna on. say no just because. Just because I. I just don't think he's. It makes it better. Then yeah. I'll be right. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna come down to play call and see if if he gets. Okay. Touchdowns. Now I'll ask it. Did they get into coast mode on on Thursday night? I don't. I don't think so. Absolutely not. I don't I, I don't know so. But what I saw was a little bit of conservative play calling in that fourth quarter. Oh, I think it was two well-coached teams. It is, and it's division and it's also knowing your opponent, right? Okay, then riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> Why was that result of that game the first time in NFL history that a team has overcome a 14-point deficit with under 5 minutes to go and win in regulation? Oh, because uh, conservative play calling and being on coast mode, obviously. No, man, it was execution. It was not asking you to fucking. No, no. But at the end of the day, these are two extremely talented teams, and I think that Ellie's a little bit more talented on defense. And when I say a little bit more, I mean the Los Angeles Chargers have seven players going to the Pro Bowl. When, I mean two on their defensive line. Another riddle. When it was twenty-eight, twenty-one. Okay. If Andy Reid could have been teleported off that sideline, and Sean Payton been transported in there and grab his his little 
Fair little point. glossy piece of paper. What, what's he going to do? Fair point. He's going to stick to his play, yeah, right? Yeah, and he's going to call his offense. Yeah, and he's going to throw the ball Not run it three times sticks. in a row and give them the ball right yes, back. Yes, he's going to throw the ball past the sticks. Yeah. Um, LA's defense is... Did you see Derwin James play Jason Kelsey on that third down? It was like third and six, and he runs... Jason Kelsey In the second smash, quarter? The uh, third quarter. He runs a smash route. He runs a... Sorry, second quarter. You're absolutely right. I was right. going to say, it was the runs first time I heard James' name. Runs a smash route to the inside and then breaks to the outside, catches the ball. Mahomes' ball placement. It was perfect. Never mind. And Derwin James already had his hands in tackle mode, his hands around it. I was going to say, and he actually got beat on the fake by Kelsey and was quick enough to recover from it and make the tackle. I mean, he's, did, that's why he's one of the only rookies he, to make the. Did he get beat, or are his hips just so squeaky, and is he just so fundamentally sound? Well, no, he, he just, took the he took the step in. Oh, that's he, me getting that yeah. to me. That's him getting fooled. But he's again quick enough to recover yeah. from it. Like maybe not fooled, but no, fool is not the right word. Um, you train squeaky hips into a DB. Uh, you train swivel hips. He he was. Uh, Coerced into belief. Coerced. Now we got... La- dun, 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 I was excited. You know? Um, so that was a great football game. It might have been the best game of the week um, when you look at quality and content. Um, but the Saturday night game between Cleveland and Denver... That was a good game. Um, Cleveland showed grit. They showed tenacity. And they showed a will to win. You got their second road win of the year. And Baker Mayfield, <laughs> I mean, not only is he for real, he is for real, but he has what everybody thought it takes to win. And what everybody thought he didn't, he didn't have. have. Yeah. Oh, do you see that Colin, I think a Colin Coward interview before where he was calling him out saying, Yeah, you, you know, know what? You're, you're and, Baker, and Baker defended his own, his Baker has his no love lost for Colin Co- Absolute, uh, Coward. Absolutely not. But did you see him defend his character? Oh, 100%. On his show? Yeah, yeah no, oh, and he kudos. schooled him. I like Baker. I, I... What's the... Moxie? He's got I, a Moxie. Yeah. Moxie. I like that more than the it factor. Because yeah. I think they're two different things, actually. Well, the, the it factor is a much, much wider net. Moxie is a specific character trait. <laughs> Here's an interesting thing. If I were to describe Baker Mayfield, I would say that, like, he has the it factor, and I wouldn't disagree with you, but, like, when you say about Moxie. Okay. But then if I compared Dak Prescott and Baker Mayfield, I would say that Dak has moxie and that Baker has the it factor. Do you know what I mean? Let me process. Because moxie to me is a bravado. It's an okay. assertion of character. What's my favorite attribute about Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott? Well, he's a pretty humble guy. His su- No, but on the field. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Size, ability to run, ability to sustain uh, health. And when he makes a play... He gets up, and he's fucking into it. He's not like his coach all monotone on the side, never getting up too high, never getting down too low. He also has that toughness that you can't measure, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has a toughness that you don't see on his face. Like, some guys come up lame, limping. They they have this injured look on their face. Dak Prescott never has anything on his face that doesn't reflect a football emotion. You don't know how he feels. Yeah, because frustration is definitely a football emotion, right? That's but I don't mean I mean No, I am just saying. I mean medically. You see his excitement when he does okay, well. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see his frustration, but you don't like he has a toughness this, that this, is unparalleled. Where are we right now? 7 minutes in, Johnny's puking. Well, I mean, when it's all, <laughs> when it's all said and done, I mean, <laughs> D- Dak has what it takes to win 13 games in the NFL. I know. So, it, it, <laughs> what did I say to to buddy last week? So he's, there's only one quarterback with more wins since he came in the league than Dak, and it's Tom Brady. 
If you're starting a football team tomorrow and somebody gives you Dak Prescott or Baker Mayfield, who do you go I'm with? I'm taking Baker Mayfield. I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking Baker Mayfield. Hands hands down. Okay. I'll pack Dak's bags for him. Okay. You already here first. I'll give. Sports I'll give Zeke a, a quarterback. Yeah. And let him be the runner. And let him be the 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 athletic freak. And and let someone just be the five step seven drop guy that Dallas is pining for him to become. Are people talking about uh, Nick Chubb? Enough in Cleveland, and how this uh, rookie has been. No, because they're still questioning why they didn't take Saquon and take Baker four, even though Denzel Ward made a Pro Bowl. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and disagree with that because Denzel Ward was a smashingly good pick. <laughs> like in your some... mind, and in my mind, and and a lot of people that are uh, much more highly regarded uh, with their opinions than us. Fucking laughed it out of the out of Dallas, out of the out of the draft room. But everybody always laughs at certain picks. Do you know how many people laughed at the Trubisky pick the year before mm-hmm. at two? And Hold Ryan on. Pace Hold is sitting on. there. Let me laugh a little longer. So there you go. <laughs> so people were laughing at Denzel Ward, and then you look I at figured the tape it out at Ohio by Ohio State. That's my that's my deal. Is I'll never get over the Watson Mahomes. He's always going to be compared to them forever for me. Just like Morris Claiborne was always regarded as the guy that we took instead of Luke Keekley. <laughs> would you have taken Watson or Mahomes at two? Yeah. Yeah, I would have. So would I. Well, so let me I. say it this, because I'll be like, this is how you know that I'm not just saying it to fit my narrative, folks. Mm-hmm. I I would have been comfortable taking Watson there from what I saw in the the college playoff the year before. I guess Alabama. Right. Oh my God, he's the best um, college football player on the planet. Not so much about Mahomes. I I knew of Mahomes. I didn't study his tape the way I did after the Chiefs traded up to I'm make sorry. the pick. If you watched Texas then, games before he was drafted, you loved the NCAA. And then I tried to change the way I play fucking pickup men's league football. To reflect Patty Mahomes style. 100%. My gosh. Stud. Well, at the end of the day, just win, baby. I don't care. But because he can be both, he can be the he can be the pocket quarterback, and he can use his athleticism and to beat you with the run or the pass. And really, if you look at the numbers, he really hasn't even tried to tap into the running ability. He's smart. He's staying. He's 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 going to stay healthy. He's not going to be reckless. What did you think about Lamar Jackson against Tampa Bay? And don't say that's Tampa Bay. Because... Are we going to have any sort of structure with this show tonight? Or are we just we're th- are we spitballing? Because I kind of like how we're just going all the fuck over the place. I don't know. Have we ever not been tangential? Like, have we ever not? Been oh yeah, just, like, I perfect. Like, shot this is how you know that things are meant to dark. be not fucking pre-produced. So someone on Twitter told me, "Yo, don't ever let another grown man say tangential in your garage again." <laughs> Don't let another man ever say what. Don't ever let another grown man say say tangential to you. I don't know why, but I, yo, I giggled my fucking ass off reading that tweet. I don't know why, if it was just, I was laughing at that dude's insecurity with him hearing the word. Okay. Because he associates it with genitals, maybe. Okay. That's what I'm assuming. Okay. I'm assuming that's what the, like, the tone was. Like, he had a tone with me. (laughs) Like, if, if there was a font difference on Twitter, he would have been like, yo, give the cunty tone. I want to I be cunty with this guy. Let me express myself. Yo, I even, that... even the way I read it, I instantly, as soon as my men, I went to my mentions oh, and I said, cunt. hey, yo, as soon as I read, hey, yo, don't ever. Now I'm like, what the fuck? Don't ever let another grown man say tangential to you. And then he finishes with in your garage. Like, he's got some sort of fucking spy cam on and he knows where we are. 
fucking Yo, it was, it was wild. Bro, I this, couldn't believe it. This story rivals the one of you trying to cut down the Christmas tree with your fam. Oh, that was good. <laughs> we should bring that to the air sometime. No, listen. Listen. Any words that are used on air, as long as they're not offensive or insulting, are a-okay. What I will say, <laughs> what I will say is, what do you think about Baltimore over Tampa Bay, or do you chalk it up to the thirty-second red zone defense in football? I don't know. I think I'm higher than Josh Gordon. <laughs> do you think we love football more than Josh Gordon? A hundred percent. Is that fair? <laughs> That's not fair, is it? Because we don't know what goes on in someone's life, right? But what I will say is. So Dallas Cowboys had a real surprise. Is it an awakening? What do you think? It's, um, I want to say, okay, do you believe that there's such a thing as a good loss? Yeah, there always is. You can take so much away from it. Okay. Is this one of those times? There's, there's wins and there's lessons, in my opinion. You never want to lose a game. No. But... As stupid as it may sound, I was nervous on the potential of going into the playoffs with an eight-game winning streak. Because the entire week into Wild Card Weekend, I would, I would be thinking, yeah. is the other fucking shoe about to drop? Yeah. I'd much rather it drop on December 16th or whatever day it was. And then have two weeks prior to the tournament to get exactly. it right and get, figure get it out. Get back home. Like, yeah. this is what they tried to do. They tried to go down there and do what they do well without Zach Martin. Okay, and then in the midst of that, they lost their second string left guard, which then had to play their third string tackle, who's actually the fourth string guard at left guard, and then the defense or the, yeah, the defensive line of the Colts just dominated but them. So they they tried to get Zach Martin an extra two weeks of rest to go into the into the the playoffs healthy, along with Zeke, and that was delusional to think that that could happen. Never mind the offensive inefficiency. It was all about the defense. I don't disagree with what you just said because Zach Martin needed more time, right? Yeah, but now he's going to play this week. Would you sit him? Because <sighs> uh, now he almost has to play. It's a, I hear, uh, it's that's not, not that it's a must brother, win, but... I said this to you off the mic. I'll say it on the, on the air now. Because I don't know how to answer your questions about what I've already seen. But what I do know going forward is that if this team can't get it on track against this Buccaneers team at home in Dallas in a must-win game against the worst red zone defense in the league, if that can't get your red zone offense right then I don't want to win the following week against the Giants. I don't want the Redskins or the Eagles to lose this week. You don't want to pay $75 million to three people exactly. for the next three to five I want them, life. if they're going to lose this week and, and go on a two-game skid looking at three, then go on three and clean house. You want it to be uh, finalized, I heard, a finality to it. I heard something earlier in the week that I, th- I think really temper like changed my temperament, and it was that you should be happy, Cowboy fan, fan. You're in a win-win. You either get to watch your team win and clinch and go to the playoffs and get a chance at the dance. Or you get to watch them lose out and get what you, even if you haven't been hoping for it, you should have to assume might be a, a, a positive. That you're going to see Dak next year. That's the most intriguing thing to me is the potential of seeing Dak with someone else influencing Dak, calling the plays for Dak, we, leading Dak. We got from from small picture to big picture really quickly there. I want to go back to all the discussion about Dallas's defense. You've been saying that they're 1A 
in the league, and we talked about not no, knowing like three what. Or four. Well, that's yes, not what you said. We oh, talked, I, I, okay. I know. We talked about what would Marlon Mack do. What he did was he touched the ball 27 times and averaged five oh, yards yeah, a time. Uh, no one thought that he could run in between the tackles like that against Dallas, though. I agree with you. So what the hell happened? The, the linebackers weren't getting enough blocks like they had the pre- – see, now here's – okay. Before I go into actual smart guy, let me just be <laughs> low-hanging fruit guy because i never that guy. At least I don't think I am. So the Cowboys are 1-6 and six this year with Sean Lee in the lineup. And they're seven and zero oh with him out. Yeah, that is low hanging fruit. Is there any sort of like he only played seven snaps on Sunday? So I'm not putting this on Sean Lee. Don't don't stop. Don't press stop, listener. Unless, I'm not doing that. Unless Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderesh are the next it linebacker. Well, do, aren't do, they? Oh, hold on. Aren't they? Hold on. The res. Okay, they have a resume. They're building a resume. Building a resume. Telvin Smith and Miles Jack have a greater resume. Oh. Hey, after this season, Bro, I mean, listen. Don't even put Miles Jack into the same sentence as either one of those linebackers. Yeah. For real. I guess it's what have you done for Unless me Unless you're late. talking about what listen, year they've been drafted in. Listen, the NFL is what have you done for me lately. And, and, and more, I so than, more so than marriages and I, are. And I, <laughs> and I, you're more qualified <laughs> to talk about that than I am. Word. You're not, what have you done for me lately? And I understand where you're coming from. Anyway, back to the small picture. Is Indianapolis a playoff team now? No, they're gonna fin- and they're gonna finish ten six. They're gonna win out and, and miss playoffs. I could just I could argue with you that they just beat a playoff team. They they played a fucking who knows man. <laughs> you know that this is why this is what okay now that you don't have to be defensive about it. This yeah. is what I was trying to say to you last week. You took it like I was being a dickhead. I what I don't know how to talk about my team that has a shot. At the fucking thing. And you're still wanting to talk about fucking Miles Jack and Taven Bryant. Like, they're fucking doing anything to be called a good linebacking Taven court. Bryant's making Malik Jackson expendable, my friend. So let's just take okay. that for what it's worth. But when that's... Okay, when that's the... Like, the, the baseline, I guess, for what there's left to talk about your team. And there's ample shit for me to talk about my team. And for you to talk about my team right now. And I don't know how to do that. How am I fucking supposed to respond to you about anything but trash with the Jaguars? Trash. Try, trash. Try like, I hate Leonard Fournette I now. I try not to laugh on air because it's bad radio. No. But the shit you say sometimes. It's true. It's just. Um, it's you, true. Do you know what else is true? That Indianapolis scored 23 points. My team and, clinched and, playoffs this week. And Andrew Luck had 192 yards with no touchdowns. What the hell? Okay. Like, is okay. Byron Jones that good? To the what point did where I like, add? Yeah, he is. He's the you know he's the first NFL cornerback in NFL history to make a cornerback or to make a Pro Bowl without a, an interception. First ever. That's a fun stat. It is because, a fun stat because that really symbolizes who needs, jo- how who good needs he is. Johnny here for fun stats. Oh my god, fucking guy! No, we still need Johnny the intern for fun. Johnny stats. strikes. He better bowl uh, three hundred tonight. Strikes. I better tell you that. Yeah, he's gonna bowl two eighty. He's a damn good bowler. Any road. Um, what I like about Byron Jones is the fact that you never hear about him because that's a good thing. That's, a good that's thing. my point. He, he ha- that means he, the offense isn't making them travel. He's the new Islander. He, well, he has an Islander. You know how I feel about his ball skills because he doesn't pause. He does. He doesn't move. <laughs> I don't even so, pause shit. I don't mean as far as traffic is concerned. He doesn't move as far as his position and his technique goes. Oh, I know. I know. Like, but he's never out of position. How do you do that? 
I've seen him get cooked uh, once this year, and that was the how many attempts though. Like, oh, I, that's a, that was a compliment. It may not have sounded it because I'm so <laughs> perplexed about my team right now because I jumped off the motherfucking deep end. You can't even comment effectively. Oh man, you had a Meek Mill soundtrack, and I'm sitting here trying to tell you that that might be a little. I don't know. If that's the classiest thing to do, bro. I can't wait for this Meek Mill. Like, okay, all right, fine. Okay, all right, all right. Nick Foles. I'm blaming Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Uh, Next thing be... that you're gonna be saying is, he, is he's the biggest Dak Prescott fan you've ever seen in the world. Oh, I hate him. Moving on. Oh. Okay, yeah, move on, move on. What I want to discuss is there anything else we need to recap? Because I think yeah, we've I kind know. Of been there's one thing. Sputtering. There's one thing I want to recap, and I want to talk about how Baltimore is solidified themselves as playing in the tournament with Lamar Jackson. Um, I th- I think they're the succeed. I, I don't think they go anywhere. And I think, well, what did I say? Do they lose in the first round or do they go into into Foxborough maybe? Do you want to bring a Vegas conversation out of Vegas? Bring it on the mic? Well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I but know, but if I if I take it out of the vault there, Jerry, Uh-oh. then I can talk about it. That's fair. Can Lamar Jackson win a playoff game in Foxborough? Because they're already in un- unknown territory. They're, we're going to see them wildcard weekend. So, so the only person on that I defense think. that scares me is Stephon Gilmore. He's a very talented cornerback. Is he but their only against, pro bowler yes. other than Tom Brady? Yes. But against Lamar Jackson, how would Stephon Gilmore scare you? Do, do you see what I'm saying? For somebody who throws for barely 200 yards a game and rushes for another 100 to 150? It's all about... It's all about touchdown efficiency, okay? If he can throw for one and run for one, and that defense plays solid in Foxborough, and they kick a couple field goals, do you like my points. do you like my evaluation that he's a running back that throws for one fifty and maybe a TD? No, I think he's no. Like I, he's obviously more than that. I don't want to belittle the guy, but I right. mean, for the way that defenses have to scheme him, I disagree because I see him as a Randall Cunningham type. I see him in the mold that he could. Develop I wish the listeners could see my face there. I, I don't like. Could, I don't. He could develop into a passer and still have the elusiveness. I, the low hanging fruit is Mike Vick. The reason why I said Cunningham is because he still has to learn I to scoff throw at the you football. Last week when he said right arm, Mike Vick. Well, and he was also a Philadelphia Eagle too. So I was just tossing oh, my head there too. Oh, I see. But well, his but, better days were not there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, okay. He was a Viking too, right? Um, yeah. What? Randall Cunningham. Oh, I thought you said Mike Vick was no, a Viking. I was like, what? Randall, no, Randall Cunningham. They would have been called the Vikings. This, oh my god, that's... That would have happened. That is the lowest hanging fruit. That fruit's on, on the ground, bro. Try to tell me that they wouldn't have been known as <laughs> the... Minnesota as the, Vikings? 100%, that would have been wow. the go-to thing. That would have been fantasy teams everywhere. Yeah? Would yeah. they would, would they have Boro Cleveland's dog pound moniker, or no? Oh, man. Uh, oh! Week, week 16. Week 16, I, I like Saturday night's game. You're foul. I like Saturday night's game. Bad news kennels. Buddy, the American Kennel Club is where I get all my information for my pooch. Could I could I derail this for a second? Um, I don't I have know. to. Yeah, I have to. Can you? I made a mistake last week. <laughs> Are, you're familiar with the show The League. No, no, I'm not talking about fucking trashing Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. Beautiful city. Carry on. Okay, so... What does uh, the character Ruxin always do to himself? He always tinkers himself out of a really good position like I did first round of the playoffs, and now I'm out. I could have won 500 bucks. What do I never do on Sundays? You never tinker. But I also never work. I always turn the double time down during football season. I poop tinker. Well, I went to work last Sunday, and I... 
I started asking people that I don't even know if they play like play fantasy football. Who would you start today, Matt Ryan or Dak Prescott? People you don't even know. People that I not even if whether I know if they play fantasy football that I literally don't even know. I was asking legit strangers. So at that point, they're just names, right? Okay. No one answered me, so that should have been a, a clue. Just leave it alone, dickhead. Did I leave it alone? No, you're the weirdo going around asking people random names. So I pulled Matt Ryan out of my starting lineup in the semifinals, and I put Dak Prescott in. The okay. point difference there was 24 points. Okay. I also took Larry Fitzgerald out because I figured if I'm going to start Dak, then I'm going to pick Gallup up off the waivers, and I'm going to double my touchdown points because I think they're going to fix that deep ball that they've been missing the previous couple weeks. How many points did you lose by, by I lost Matt 17 Ryan. points by... Oh, I lost... Benching 20, Matt Ryan and Larry 24 from benching, benching Matt Ryan. I lost from 17 there. from benching Larry Fitzgerald because Gallup put up a goose egg. And how many, did you, how many points did you lose by? I did not lose, my friend. I won by 40 because... Then what's the point of the story? Because my cousin had Keenan Allen, who got hurt, got zero points. He had Aaron Jones, who got hurt, got 0.8 points. Okay. And I did a good tinker... And I picked up Levante David, who had 19 points. I picked up uh, the pass rusher from San Fran, Buckner, who got me 17 points. So this is just a story this about a how gloat. you made. This is a gloat. This is just how you made great picks. <laughs> this in your is how this is get somebody else shit the bed because of injuries. Right, and I I was down at one point. Oh god, in the you know middle. What this is called this is called a non sequitur. Right, this is a- <laughs> in the middle of the one o'clock games at halftime. I was down to a 12 percent chance of winning. And I won that shit. So I'm back in the finals for a second straight year with a chance to repeat. So I just wanted to pat myself on the Holy back Holy smokes. Since I, I have the platform to do so. I can't I can't. And imagine. now I'm going to direct my cousin to the podcast this week for the first time ever and say, hey, bro, check out the podcast. Oh, just just to see how he feels about your, your right. conversation. Because I, se- I, se- I did send him a, a suicide hotline number on Tuesday morning, and I did send him a prevention pamphlet. What type of prevention? A suicide prevention. Oh, pamphlet. really? Okay. When you're up by that much oh, yeah. and you lose, it's, yeah, exactly. it's tough, man. Fantasy football for crying out loud. All right, enough what game's me. more important to you this week <laughs> that you're interested in watching? Baltimore and LA on Saturday. That's a good or Saturday. Philadelphia game. and Houston. Which uh, of those two games are you more interested in watching? For all the reasons above, I don't care. Just answer the question. Because I'm a guy that's on the fence regarding my head coach. Okay. I'm going to give it a. a JGZ answer. I'm going to give it a Jason Garrett answer. And I'm going to say that I'm worried about my team. Did I'm not worried about... G-G-Z? Yeah, I did. I did. I told you, I listened to a lot of 103.5 The Fan in Dallas, so... That's their... That's that's the them thing. That I, did they listen to a lot of Kodak Black? I don't know. Jeez Louise. Either way, on. you and your... G, there's a Jeez Louise meter that's going to be started <laughs> on Twitter, bro. <laughs> and a gosh darn it. And, I don't know, something else. But... I'm choosing to focus on my team, and I'm not going. Well, I'm going to see the Washington result prior to my game, but I'm not going to be channel surfing to the Houston Philly game to make sure that the road team that I want to win is winning because I don't need them to win. I need my team to take care of business. Okay, I'm Christopher Walken. You're Dennis Hopper. I got a gun to your head. L.A. or Baltimore? Don't. Philadelphia or Houston, which game are you more interested in watching? Well, I'm not going to ask for a Chesterfield, and I'm not going to start <laughs> giving a fucking Italian... You know, uh, I think I will have one of those Chesterfields <laughs> smoking these years ago. Good movie reference. Oh my gosh, what's such a good... If I wasn't that already monologue? if I wasn't what already naming monologues? the episode higher than Josh Gordon, then <laughs> that might have... that We could have called this a true romance episode, but then... Where Dennis Hopper starts the monologue with... I, 
I, I watch a lot of history. I, I love, love documentaries. I, I love that. Um, uh, that's so, funny. So I, I think Baltimore and L.A. could be the best game of the week. I said that L.A. and KC would have been the best game of the week last week, and in my opinion, it was. Is it a, is it a letdown game for the Chargers? I don't see it as one because I see them as playing at the highest level that that team has. I don't want to say ever because I'm not going to lose my mind. Dan Fouts and Eric Coriel back in the 70s was pretty good. But have you ever seen the Chargers playing better, more well-rounded football? Even their special teams is dynamic. I know this. I know the 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 Chargers as a streaky team. Um, didn't they start like one and four last year and got to ten wins or whatever? Maybe that's way off. We don't have our stat guy here, so who knows? What's feelings? Feelings now. It's a feelings, not facts podcast today. Um, they're better than I think since the the season that LT went off. Like they lose their number. I they're the best. They're the best since that season. I think LT. I, be- I believe. Yeah, twenty-eight touchdowns on the ground that 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 year. Uh, think about that kind of production. I don't know if it was that many. They, did he bro- no? he broke Emmett's record that year? Didn't he? Was it Emmett's record or was it Sean Alexander's record? Uh, or did Sean uh, Alexander break that with the stats? Uh, we, that with we, his that with history intern. stats. We we need our intern, but. Are we purposely bringing shit up that we don't know the answer to just to make this guy feel guilty while he's listening? Absolutely. Um, Phillip Rivers is damn near 70% completion percentage, 69.35, almost 4,000 yards. So he's going to be around 4,200, 31 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. And Phillip Rivers might be the most valuable player in football. Because they lose their starting tailback. They lose their second starting – their their number two guy. like, I know that defense is really good. I know, but Phillip Rivers has been great for 10 years. Jackson years. looked good on Thursday night. He did just enough uh, to take the like the pass rush off of, off of Phillip's, uh, Phillip's back. Um, I don't know if I've ever called him Phillip before. It sounded weird. Uh, Keenan Allen might be hurt until at least the, the playoffs. I like, don't know. Yeah, that was a. Be. It happened on the catch that was out of bounds in the end zone, right? Yeah, yeah he landed pretty yeah. violently on that hit. And he's a high-production guy, too. He's also a... Like, there's not much to that frame. Like, that he, probably hurt. Like, oh, quite I that, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the bone absorbed quite a bit of that impact. Yes. Yeah, he, he is... He's got a great... He's got great size. To me, he's a top-ten guy. Mike Williams balled out in his, like... You want to talk about... I mean, who that, was... Who you want to talk about a performance that helped nobody in fantasy... That helped nobody. Well, he was on everybody's bench. Deshaun Watson had a target at Clemson, and it was Mike Williams. Yeah. So that that game against Alabama, it was That's Mike true. Williams who stood on his head. That's true. So now that guy is beginning to develop, and if Keenan Allen goes out, it, he, he, could, he could fill that void. Yeah, I'm not going to say he's going to step in and, and be the number – like he's going to be the number one target uh, targeted receiver this week. Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, Gordon's back, so who knows? Maybe they – do you, actually, there, there's a question. Do you feel that the Chargers are going to try to neutralize that run defense with a lot of screen pass, a lot of screen game, a lot of wide receiver screens, maybe t- even some tight end screens? You're going to see a lot of eight men in the box. You're going to see Derwin James roaming. Is, he, a, is see- he the spy guy on Gordon? Um, he's going to be he's going to be the guy that if it's a run, he crashes the line of scrimmage. Okay. So he's going to be in the box. Right. But I don't really know 
come coverage because there's not much that he can't do. He could go with a tight end. He could go and play center field. I feel like other than that game last Thursday, and I've seen a lot of Chargers in like the corner of my eye on the second TV mm-hmm. in my viewing room, but... My viewing room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call okay. Man Cave so tacky. Yeah, I guess so. I um, guess so. But I guess my point is, is I don't know well enough if like how often they motion Gordon out of the backfield into the the opposite slot mm. to see what the defense how the defense adjusts and then whether they keep him out there or if he's post snap getting out to the flats and the and the edges and getting the pass and then you know what I mean yeah so I can't I can't judge it without doing like on this Thursday uh, that we're recording this like I'm I want to see some more highlights of the way that they're getting him in the passing game because I think he's gonna have probably one of the higher pass catching totals this like I don't I don't see them pounding it in between the tackles his first week back. They're going to get him his touches, but I think yeah. they're going to be smart about it trying to get him in space. Is that and that's my low? point. I don't know that yeah, well yeah. concussion, right? Yeah. Um but I believe that rookie looked good though. Yeah, Jackson had, looked alright. I mean, they had that second guy too. Uh, do you know a single name on their offensive line? I could not tell you. Like not off, like me neither, not no. off the top of my head. Like what's that say? Because they kind of just did the same thing the Steelers did. Well, they're playing, not in the same way. They're playing as such a collective unit so well, and I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers have more individual talent. Like, like, like. What if AB- Villanueva is one of the best in football? Pouncey's one of the best in football. His brother, right? His brother Pouncey, Mike Pouncey, is the the center in LA. Okay. What about AB goes out the first series with a hip injury? In that game against the Patriots, mm-hmm. does their third string running back still have the production that char- the Chargers third string running back had? Oh, I without, see. What you're you know saying. what I mean? I like, see what you're saying. yes, I see what you're saying. Just because I Pittsburgh's O line is m- like much more dominant than the Chargers is, absolutely. And so, don't forget, Philip Rivers looked like bad early. Yeah, early. He almost threw a third pick. The thing about Philip Rivers is he's one of the smartest football players on the face of the earth. Like what when like there's nothing he hasn't seen and he's so football savvy. Yo, he, like I said earlier, he organizes ten children in a house. Well, I mean, he can throw a football around a field and organize ten other men on a field. I mean, when you put it when you put it like that, that I guess that makes organizing an offense a hell of a lot simpler because uh, once again, you're more qualified to attest to that than I am. But uh, not only is he efficient, but he's smart as hell. So you know, I just thought of what what. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to. I am right. Okay. Do you remember the old Simpsons? I am right. Do you remember the old Simpsons episode? Which one? Where, uh, whatever the slack jawed yokel is calling all his kids out onto the. Brandy, yeah, Brandy. Why is it? Why hasn't anyone photoshopped that yet? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Brandine, Brandly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh shit! Good. That's all. I, I couldn't. I couldn't not picture that and not say it. It's too funny. Are the Saints and the Steelers um, a good matchup? And if so, why? Is it a good matchup? And if so, why do you think it is? Sorry, what game? The Saints. You're still thinking about your Brandine Bro, reference. I'm still, jeez, Louise. It was mediocre at best. Fucking draft pussy. Right um, <laughs> I think KC Seattle is a great game. Why? Um. Because I want number one, why? Because I asked myself, why isn't this being flexed to Christmas Eve? And then I thought, well, it's Christmas Eve. They can't expect great numbers. They actually lucked out having it be Raiders Broncos 
Both teams are eliminated. No one's going to watch that shit anyways. The NBA has the the Christmas Day specials, right? Uh, As always. NBA rules Christmas Day. Right. NFL knows better than fuck with Christmas. No, I'm just trying to answer your question. Isn't there bowl games on Christmas Eve that they might not want to contest with as far as viewership goes? Oh, that's a good point. I always underestimate the way other people are allowed to watch sports on on Christmas because I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I'm not allowed. (laughs) But I mean, I'd be getting looks. Like I gotta hide the cell phone under the Christmas table when the like when basketball's on. <laughs> uh, Last couple of years, it's been Cavs Warriors at, at dinner time, and, yeah. and me and the wife's cousin got the cell phone going under oh, the, underneath. That's funny. And hey, my oldest boy gets in on it too. He's yeah. sneaking in. That's how we always get busted. It is what. It, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not a good lookout. No, he anymore. celebrates. He's like, oh, three pointer Curry. <laughs> he's heat. What? He's heat. Yeah, he is. He's heat score. Um, oh, God. That's the most high school term I've ever heard in my life. That's right. i got to um, yell six up when the wife's coming around. <laughs> um, so, Pittsburgh-New Orleans is a good f- football game. There's nothing There's nothing else as far as matchups are concerned in, Does, in this week that, that matters to me. Um, do, well, then let's we just fuck what? matchups then. Do well, the Saints Are the Saints like kind of worried about their offensive production in the last three weeks? Worried's not the right word. Score 10, 20, and 12. Yeah, but then they score 45. They won two of them. They score 45 and 3 the, the previous three. Okay. At least 45 Fair enough. I, hey, I so was... Like, I hear you. It, this is... This is a flip-flop league. I don't see it as a flip-flop league. I see it as... It's a film league. I see it as... It's a league where you have game tape. You said then it earlier. how did the fucking Eagles beat the Rams? Are you serious? The Rams had every right... To go out and win that game on the rebound, they should have been. We all, we both, all three of us sat here last week and agreed. There's nothing to talk about this game. Do you think the, the Fletcher, Rams are winning? Do you think Fletcher Cox is about tired of hearing about how good Aaron Donald is? I'm thinking that. Do you think Fletcher Cox thinks that he's just as good, if not better, because he's paid like it and he plays like it? Not to ignore your question, but to ignore your question. <laughs> I think that Carson Wentz is sick of fucking looking at that that statue of of his backup. When he goes into work, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just get injured for the fourth time in my fifth in fifth, well, five on. years since well, college, on, and on. just give him the job." Well, hold on a second. You guys wanted now. to make the playoffs. I didn't think you wanted to make the playoffs again. Well, hold on a second, Nick. Now. If I'm if I'm Carson Wentz, I've got a ring on my finger, and <laughs> I was I was hurt in the playoffs. Did he win that ring? So I don't want Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <clears throat> this is my disclaimer. Philadelphia. I'm not talking disrespectful right now. Just asking questions. Just asking questions. I think that that's a foolhardy assessment to think that did he had no answer my question, sir. <laughs> did he earn did, the, the ring? Yeah, I didn't he, ask that question. He played did, fourteen games. Did yeah. he win the ring? No. End of discussion. I rest my case. Hold on. You have it's not to a win. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Have, Don't tell me how that. many games. Don't do you tell have me to, that. Hold on. How many games do you have to win in a season? Nineteen games, including the Super Bowl playoffs. Include, right? It's it's um. It's kind of eerie how it's. He won fourteen games. Carson Wentz did that year. Car- hold same on. point in the season against the same he, team. All he, of a sudden, the run starts. He won fourteen games that season. Carson uh, Nick Foles comes in. Did you and believe wins that he was going to win MVP? Games. Did you believe he was an MVP candidate last year when he went down? Carson Wentz. Yes, really? I didn't think so. I thought it was. Did you believe thought, Deshaun Watson? was? I thought Brady was having the best did, year of his career last did year. Did you believe Deshaun Watson was before he went down this year? His, oh, no, last before year before he went down his rookie. Uh, year. It was. It was a real good small uh, small sample size, but it, it was, was a that. Big, it was a small sample size. It was, a, it was six games, wasn't it? Seven it was, games? No, it was ten games. It was no. He didn't start Deshaun, week one. Deshaun Watson last year. 
before he got hurt, his, his sample size? He did not start week one, and I don't believe he started week two, and he did not see week 11. Well, we, we're going to have to get back to these facts instead of these feelings. <laughs> Who knew Johnny was so important? First of all, you said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, said, I you said not me, man. That's yeah, rude. no, that came That's out rude, so man. mean. That you, came you out need, so mean. You need to edit that out along with the other stuff you need to edit out. That's but, hilarious. But let's we'll get back to that because I'm I Johnny I, I want to know how many I want to know how many games Deshaun Watson played before he got hurt because I think he was a Super Bowl caliber or pardon me an MVP caliber before well, he beauty of the pause button but eight okay. games for Deshaun Watson before he gets hurt yeah so we didn't we I was we were both like partially right like I he didn't start week one it was Tom Savage he did start week two Thursday night football but I then, view Carson Wentz's fourteen games as being MVP worthy before he got hurt Nick Foles comes it in was ar- it was arguable I agree that you could make the argument Nick Foles comes in and wins did five Brady games. not have his like one of his best regular seasons last year though that's not in dispute your argument who won it who did win it last year the most valuable player yeah are we, we are we have to go back Matt Ryan. Last year? Yeah. Didn't he? No, that was no, Super Bowl year. That's two years ago. Not. Yeah. And then last year? Todd Gurley. He won MVP? No. no. He won the Associated Press, like, ground attack player, whatever fucking made-up award it is yeah. for the well, non-quarterback offensive player of the year. We uh, we looked up again. So the point is that I don't want to discredit Carson Wentz, but when you say that he's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, I call bullshit because he's not. He didn't... He didn't and win a playoff. I'm making the argument that to win a Super Bowl, you have you to have your horseshoe up your ass when you lose that many players. You that have they did. to win 19 games. Yes, and they and he didn't. He won 14. Nick Foles. No, won he five. didn't win 14. They didn't have 14 wins last year. No, no. Sorry. Pardon me. Pardon me. That's what I'm he saying. In, okay. Sticking he played, point. He played in 14 games. Pardon me. Not 14 wins. Carson Wentz played in 14 games before he he gets hurt. Nick Foles comes in and plays the remaining five. That is correct. And wins. I don't mean 14 wins. He didn't win I any apologize. of them. Pardon me? He didn't win any of them in the regular season. Other than the game that he came in in relief duty. Nick Foles. Yes. And he looked terrible in doing so right. in the regular season. They were so worried but, that they were do, they were doing quarterback tryouts but going is, into the fucking first round bye. But Jared, this entire like bumbling dialogue is all derived from you saying that Carson Wentz didn't earn it. And then I was struggling to say that. Not my words. Pardon me. Pardon me. He didn't win a Super Bowl. He didn't win the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm saying that he played in 14 games. Okay, he did. And, and he I'm looked very Nick, good. And I'm saying that Nick Foles came in and played in five football games. So you take the guy who played in... 14 football games. Excuse me, six games. You take the guy who played in 14 How many of those six games did he play good? He played well in most of them. He played good in two of them. He played amazing in the NFC Championship game, and he played lights out in the fucking Super Bowl. I think that your bias might taint. It's not my bias, bro. It was a blackout Super Bowl. It was a blackout. He caught a touchdown pass. Yeah, but there was so much offense on both sides of that, though. That looked like it was a big twelve championship game. Thank you. That's exactly what it looked like. It's exactly so, I mean, what the NFL wants. It's not even really. Yeah, it's not. Remember that a conversation? Reflection. Yeah, yeah. It's not a reflection, in my opinion. You want to move um, ahead? I would love to. Uh, should we talk just a few minutes about the collapse of the Carolina Panthers? You're a motherfucker. You know that? Um, why? Because you wanted to talk about it? You are just going to bring it up? You, you were just thinking about it? No, I'm just thinking. Um, because <laughs> just saying. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. Just thinking. It, you hear the reports now that his his uh, that Cam Newton's shoulder he's shut down has has been bum all year though. You well, it's been bum since been. the it's been bum since week seven when the when the losing started. Oh, it's bum. It's been bum since they. Were I'm not two? saying. I'm not saying that. I didn't think so. I like Cam. Yes, so do I. He's, okay. he's tough cookie too. He's he's old school. Um, but what I will say is they're done. What the yeah. hell happened? Like as well, you bye know, bye like, bye bye Riverboat Ron. 
He's, he ain't gambling in Carolina no more. Is it Norv? You think Norv's going to get the call from the booth that, down the sideline? I don't think so. I don't think he wants it. Number Ooh, one. That's a fair argument. Yeah, fair argument. I think he's... I think he's comfy up in that booth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he th- for a while we were all praising him. Um, I mean, he's been, the big, dance. He's been the big dance. I'm kind of satisfied by it because I said they were one of the teams that made the playoffs last year that wouldn't. So was- I, I spoke highly about Cam Newton uh, to start this season. You were a little bit more leery about Cam Newton. You were proven right in so far as they've performed in the last six games. However... Who knows the extent of a shoulder injury? Who knows if he can't throw a ball properly? Who knows? Are you on the Troy Aikman side or the Dan Marino side of of um, theory about accuracy? Do you believe you can improve it over time or do you believe you cannot? I very much believe that that accuracy is something that, that can be improved. I agree. So you're Absolutely. with me. You're a Marino guy. Aikman doesn't believe so. Aikman doesn't think you can you can get better. You're either accurate oh, or you're not. So shock, actually, shocking. Arguably the most accurate, accurate guy passer ever. of all so time that's, makes that argument. I don't know if you've ever. I don't know if you've ever uh, heard this from someone else. I don't know if you've ever heard me mm-hmm. describe what uh, I try to strive to be in our bullshit little men's league. Yeah. League, but I, uh, again, pride. So I want to be a uh, a keyhole guy. You want to be able to fit the ball. Four different types. Yeah. It's four different types of of quarterbacks. There's guys that missed the door. There's guys that hit the door. There's guys that hit the knob. And there's guys that get the nose of that ball stuck in the fucking keyhole. Ah, I like it. Okay. No window, just door. Pat Mahomes, if he ain't getting it stuck in that keyhole, he's ringing it off the bottom of that knob, and he's pissed that it didn't get stuck in the keyhole. Dak Prescott's happy to hit the door frame. I'm not wrong, and, and not Cam wrong, and Cam Newton is the same sort of passer. You think, he's in my opinion, no, he's hitting the door. He's happy to hit the door <laughs> frame, but he's a door guy. Okay. But if he but if he doesn't hit the door and still hits the frame, he's happy. Because, and that's the difference between a guy that can uh, put it in the front shoulder for the receiver or the back shoulder. And then when it's on the back shoulder instead of the front and the, and the guy gets two hands on it and then the defender swipes it away and the quarterback goes, well, he got two hands on it. Interesting. Okay. I think that there's lots of good quarterbacks around the league that are that are just door guys. Bis- Trubisky, one of them. For now, his athleticism makes him that. That's good enough as just a door guy. Um... Like, Favre was a a sporadic doorknob guy. Breeze is a doorknob guy, if not a keyhole guy. Breeze has to be a keyhole guy. He's got 70% accuracy. Right. Um, yeah, he has, yeah, he has, Rivers has to be a keyhole guy. Yeah, they're key, yeah those are keyhole guys. I, I like that because it gives four different options, and it's not so generic as A, B, C, D. Right? Because it, it gives an analogy with it, so you can kind of picture it. Um. What team do you not want to face going in the playoffs? I was just about to – wow. So that's why I wanted to touch a little bit on the Panthers to go with that I think the the Seahawks are right now – well, before that San Francisco loss – are the version of themselves that the Panthers wanted to be. They wanted to be a run-heavy team that when you start committing guys in the box and pressing off the line, then they're going to play action and burn you over the top. Okay. So that's kind of the team I'm scared of playing. 
Bobby Wagner might be the most underrated defensive player in football. I don't know if you can call a guy that makes the Pro Bowl three years in a row underrated, though. When I say underrated, is it the market? No, because Seattle's a pretty big market. When I say underrated, I mean a guy who has a ring on his finger and is the last vestige of a defense that was in the same conversation as some of the greatest. This is not a, a Pro Bowl podcast, but keep it's fresh, so I keep drawing parallels to it. But like, is he an All Pro guy this year? He has to be. Has to be, right? Because Because what did I do? What did I say about Bobby Wagner? Can't put all that on Bobby. He's at the end of his rope. And I mean... He needs help. And I mean, like, they traded Malcolm Smith years ago to Oakland, and they didn't miss a beat. Bruce Irving went to Oakland. Didn't miss a beat. They've lost so many pieces to that. Didn't miss a beat. Cliff Averill didn't miss a beat. Michael Bennett didn't like the list. I got to get over the gum chewing. Thomas. I got to get over the gum chewer. That's just a part of his thing, man. That's just his moniker. I got to get over it. Because no, I got to get over it. Because I got hypnotizing is like you're staring at a horse in a field or something. No, it's 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 like me listening to um, Janice from Friends. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't don't like that was yeah. too good. <laughs> that wasn't a soundbite, folks. That wasn't pulled up off YouTube. <laughs> My girl watches that sh- every single night. She uses that shit to fall asleep. Um, so Netflix paid those people a hundred million dollars to keep that show on. Hundred million know, dollars, man. And they can't keep on Futurama. It's fucking Get the fuck out of here, man. Okay, so the point of that though is that I can't can't stand that dude. Can't I can't Gerald? stand when he fucking celebrates a good deci- can't stand Oh yeah, his, boy. I couldn't even I couldn't Wait, even no. I couldn't even enjoy his the brain. agony of of the the interception in the Super Bowl because Richard it was Sherman's such a face is, is his, his is the better one. <laughs> just like you've never seen anything so gruesome. But like the Seattle Seahawks, man, like I won't be surprised. I mean, play. knock on wood cuz I ain't I ain't there yet, but if I get there, that's probably looking like the team I'm going to be playing and I'm not going to be confident, but I'll be optimistic. And that's about all I can say. When Chris Carson runs the football, he looks like he can do it all. And they didn't even, like, and Tyler Lockett did next to nothing Rashad in that, that game, and yet Carson kept him in it. And Russell Wilson, when you look at his start, who's his number one? Lockett. But jo- he's not a number one guy. And that's what I'm trying to say to you. Like, who else do they have? They have that Javon. Well, they, well what's his name? Bald, uh, Baldwin just came back, but he's not a number two, but they say he is. He is the prototypical but yet they possession keep guy. Fucking your... winning. I mean, are they alarmed losing in San Francisco? No, because San Francisco is a is a good foundational team. Like they're a fundamental team. Like if they had Jimmy Garoppolo in, and if and if Matt Breda stayed healthy, and they were able to to maintain that consistency, holy smokes! I know that's what I say. And uh, they would have had a real run, okay, in the NFC. However, that's neither here nor that's there. Tasty. Um, are the Minnesota Vikings going to the playoff? I think so. Can I jinx a hot take? Can I throw a jinx hot take out there? Uh, I think it's our show. You can do whatever the hell you want. Nice. Do you know who the Vikings play week 17? No, but I got a trusty app for that. Do you want me to just tell you and save the data? That'd probably be easier, yeah. Play the Bears. You know who their opponent in the playoffs is going to be? Chicago Bears. Oh, Bears. Do you think that week seventeen matchup is going to show us more? Oh, I think I think I think the least the less we see from each team in that game, the more whoever whoever hides more is the team that's scared. In my opinion, so whoever like, do you think the whoever doesn't open up their offensive playbook the most? I don't want to say that I think the Bears would be scared of a Minnesota, but I would say that that's the 
Maybe the maybe the Patriots would be a little bit more worried about a Baltimore team than the Bears would be of a Minnesota team. Minnesota's defense but... has that. Minnesota's defense has that click factor. What well, I, I mean by, by that is is if if that secondary with Harrison and Rhodes, okay, and Wayne, if if they decide to just turn it on. Well, I don't want to go there because I don't think it's a matter line? of them not hitting the switch yet. I don't like that theory that teams hold shit back. That's I think that teams. No, I know, I know. I'm saying there's no restraint involved. It's a matter of eleven guys connecting. It makes me think every... that they're doing that, though. Okay, but that's not what I mean. It's not about my fault. Selective. Asshole. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's not. It's not selective execution and selective effort. I'm arguing about eleven guys cohesively playing as a collective unit. Did their Pro Bowl players on the defense get there from uh, like uh, reputation or from credentials based on this season? Oh, great question, great question. Because going into going into this year, everybody thought that Minnesota was going to have one of the best, if not the uh, best, I defensive keep football. Keep waiting to see an assemblance of it, and I kind of they do have the fourth ranked defense in football. Though. Like that was one of the things Top that five. we were all like that we were all all we over were last certain. week. We were certainly. Like, I wish I would have bet more. Yeah, I'm I'm mad at myself for putting it on parlays. Um, that should have been a slam. Um, again, not a betting podcast, really. But no. um, do you know the percentage of times the Minnesota offense was passing the ball prior to uh, firing the OC? There's no way that I could possibly know that. Sixty-seven percent of the time they were passing the ball with Delvin Cook on their team. Do you know what percentage they ran the ball in their win against Miami on Sunday? What was that? Take a guess at the number. I, I bet you that they ran the ball 60% of the time. 67% of the time. Wow. So completely different culture change. To the point where I think that it's like, that was a little bit of a... Like, when you fire the OC that close to the playoffs, and then you magically run the exact opposite, opposite yeah. of what you should have been fucking doing. A like, reflection of how they feel about Delvin Cook or about Kirk Cousins? Is that a reflection of how they feel about... Vigorous their... head nod, listeners. Yes, vigorous head nod. That yes. That's how they feel about Delvin Cook, not about how they feel about Kirk Cousins. My question is... Both. Well, it's always both. But my no, 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 no. Listen is, to what I'm you, saying. Hold on. Does Mike Zimmer say, <laughs> okay, he's got to go because we need to run the ball more because yes. it'll only make Kirk better? You can play ev- action with okay, two of the best running backs. I'm with everything you just said until the last right? part. You don't think running because the ball the, more because makes the Kirk end of that better? Because the end of the sentence isn't because it makes Kirk Cousins better. The end of that sentence is because we need Kirk Cousins to be better. Ooh. Ooh. And it makes the team better when they can <laughs> run. <laughs> when they run the football effectively, it makes the team better. It keeps the defense off the football field, right? And yeah. it allows the play-action game to develop with arguably the best uh, receiver duo in football. To a guy who can just absolutely sling it. So, I think we're pretty much They're in agreement that Minnesota favor- needs to run the football more. They're favored by six on the road this week in Detroit against the Detroit team that's got really nothing to play for other than mm-hmm. jobs, maybe. Um, Excuse me. Oh, people are getting fired there. Matt Patricia might have another season under his belt, but... Oh, I would hope so. Yeah. You just poached him from yeah. the team that everyone tries to poach guys from. You know what? I was walking the dog today, and I thought to myself, Josh McDaniels took the Indianapolis Colts job back in the springtime and then said no thanks. And luckily for the Colts, Matt Eberflus stayed on. He was he was hired by Josh McDaniels and decided to, and elected to stay on despite him double reneging. Ba- reneging. Yeah, isn't that just and and, and th- like that cold? If there's nothing else, is like we've we've kind of brought. Actually, I think we were one of the first 
football podcast to bring attention to the Colts, or at least tried to. That offensive line and his but arm when it was, regenerating, his shoulder regenerating? When it was like, hey, they've won back-to-back, eh? They might not just be a tough out. And then it was like, okay, so we've shifted. They're not just a tough out. They're not a playoff team. But they're not a playoff team. And yeah. then it was like a week later, I was like, they might be a fucking playoff team. Yep. And now I'm going, I think they're going to win out the season, get 10 wins, and still not be a playoff team because I believe that the Chargers have a trap game. I think Baltimore's rolling. This week. I think that once you announce, like, the only thing that can get the Baltimore Ravens in trouble is that little bit of a, of, of, of an injury that uh, Lamar Jackson got creeps back up or something else happens, and they have to go back to Flacco. And Flacco's like, fuck you guys. Forget about it. It's a fugazi. Forget about it. What is a better eight and six team, Indianapolis or Baltimore? Because we asked that question. When oh they my were god, they're so, seven and six. I think they're both the ahead of schedule. That's what I meant to say. Colts are best way to describe them is just like leagues ahead of a ske- of ahead of schedule. Darius Leonard, Pro Bowl snub. Absolutely. Do you agree? I think it's good. Absolute. Good because he's going to win All Pro. He's going to be voted All First Pro. First team All Pro. How can I like think. okay so so he gets Should to the quarterback he has sacks he tackles that means he plays the run he holds the the line and he drops back in his own coverage when he's called upon last time I checked those are the three responsibilities of an outside linebacker so yeah, he good. does so he does everything he's well good. and you don't go to the Pro Bowl he's also Petty Labelle I like I like but I love it I love the Wolf Howl because yeah. if if someone else had a Wolf Howl and then my player that plays his position started making plays in my yard. And I start howling at the crowd, and they start howling back. Yeah, I'm gonna be fucking howling all goddamn day. Yeah, I'd be a little. There's gonna be an Instagram post of me I'd howling be, like a moron. I'd be a little bit lit up about that for sure. So I um, like that. I, so, I like. I like. I like them. So Seattle is a team that um, you don't want to see. In well, the I'm NFC. gonna see. I'm gonna see them. I think they're again, not confident but optimistic. The thing that I've noticed this season, there's a trend with the Cowboys defense. Yes, they've been dominant. Yes, they've been shaky at times. Yes, I had written down that they just don't get off the field situationally on third downs. When it's the biggest third downs, they don't get off the field. Then all of a sudden that win streak happened, and everyone's talking about extensions for everybody that's <laughs> that's a skill player. And I don't necessarily disagree with it, but it, it, it's so perplexing. I, do, I literally don't have a good grasp of that. All I have is requests. Go take care of business at home like you're supposed to do. If you are truly a playoff team, then just go be that. Just go show us again that you're that. Are the Dallas Cowboys a consistent football team? Consistent at fucking tricking people, sure. Tri- like, so you would say that they're not... A, no, like, like I would say that the... No. Like, like, like I would... And they teams underperform- don't have... They're consistent at underperforming. There you go. So that's then that's almost the definition of inconsistent. Of inconsistent. Yeah. Of so, course they're inconsistent. Huh. Okay. Let's shift from the let's their quarterbacks shift inconsistent. Let's shift conference. Um, and you're, inaccurate. You're you're the L.A. Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs, or the Houston Texans. Who do you wish to see? Brain is fried. Less. You're those three teams in the playoffs. Chiefs, Texans, Chargers. Who in the playoffs? Do as an opponent, do you wish to see less? Baltimore or Indianapolis? You're those three teams. Who do you fear more? Indianapolis with Andrew Luck or Baltimore with Lamar Jackson? I feel like that dude in the meme with all the fucking math equations behind him. I'm 
Mary Poppins is a hell of a drug. There, there was like so many double negatives in there. I don't know if I'm in the Matrix or what there, but who would I want to see less if yeah. I'm one of those three teams? Yeah. Who do you fear more? I, I should have said that. I think that I fear Baltimore more because that will travel on the road. You're not going to have any fear of playing Indy in Indy, so I think that any of those three teams could beat Indy in... Oh, except for Houston. I think Houston wouldn't want to see Indy because it's a divisional team. I guess I did ask that question like Chinese algebra, but... You def- fucking definitely who, did. I can't who, wait to listen back to that shit to feel who, justified. I'm just trying to think of who's going to be either one or two. That's why I picked three teams. I'm not trying to sound like a numpty. It's Chiefs, just... Chiefs, no, Chiefs are one, Texans are two. Okay. In but my opinion. Could the Chargers not take the number one spot? That's why again, I, I again, picked those they, three. Again, so, they could. So, but I don't think so. We both... But it, it's the not fucking logical league, so... You're damn right. That's exactly what it is. Uh, who do you like in the Saints and the Steelers? Uh, I like when my eyes aren't burning out of my head. Well, I mean, that's usually a good thing. Um, I like... This spread in that game? We're so fucking all over the place. What's the spread? In what game? Saints and the Steelers. Who do you like? What's the spread? Five and a half for the Saints. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one... Here's another pat on the back. I was the only one who took Pittsburgh last week. Um, really? I was. You and Johnny both played with Tommy Boy in the Pats. And oh, I yeah, said and I said it. I'll be different. I, I can see it. They fucking lose to the Raiders. Of course they're going to go to Foxborough yeah. and beat the Pay- Like it's That defense looks... Not so fucking logical. But the thing is, though, is that is Pittsburgh's secondary is so suspect that Drew Brees could pick them apart so easily. Do you see how open... Chris Hogan was on that route. Well, that was because <laughs> like Artie Burns was literally like, no, Josh you go. Gordon had like nine no, defenders with him. But yeah, I mean, no, it's anymore. true. That's what happened. Like, yeah, not anymore. He doesn't. Talk, uh, we don't talk about it enough. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't talk, know why don't we, don't. we don't. We don't talk about the pa- we don't talk about Tom Brady or the Patriots. Why do you want to talk about Tom Brady and the Patriots? Because this is the most human they've looked in a while. Like I think that they're beatable. I'm finally glad that there's nothing to talk about in New England. I am finally not glad just like Casey. No well, you asked me when we started this podcast if parody is good for the league. So that's a good question. Bringing that back up. No. Th- oh, okay. Is parody good for the league? Hold on. The pedestrian patriots is good for the league. One hundred percent, it is. So we're having a conversation. I think. Now that I think a two and fourteen patriots would be really well, good. That's for another the conversation. Right now, we're having a conversation where parody is becoming more relevant. The Cleveland Browns are fighting. But the, isn't and it, winning. Isn't it make it uh, more of gray area in every single argument or conversation about football? So, when, when okay, no, just just take this parallel. So the Cowboys beat the Jags 40-7 to in Dallas. The Jags lost to the Colts 6 nothing. Or wait, sorry, the Colts lost to the Jags 6 nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then the Cowboys get their ass kicked 23 nothing by Indy. Where the fuck is the correlation there? <laughs> what was the name of that? Now it's different times. What was the name of that opportunity movie? Any given Sunday. So that's why you play the game because of that level of parody. Like you and I both know what it's like to go to a CFL game and know who the favorite is. Okay, <sighs> when you watch the Calgary Stampeders play, because they have such a prolific quarterback in Bo Levi Mitchell, who had a tryout for the Vikings. P.S. Not too long ago, a few weeks ago, after he won the Great Cup, better off with him than Low eighty-four drop. million Kirk. But there's no parity in that league, and it's almost not fun. Yeah, he's so, been, what, three straight Grey Cups? Not so, to derail us completely? No, but exactly. But And I'm trying to communicate to you that what you just described to me is healthy. That parity is healthy. It, 
Why? Because Vegas. Can't I'm not get, saying it's bad. Why? Well, because but, Vegas can't get a lock on who's gonna win. Like no, because NCAA? I can't. Wow. <laughs> then bet NCAA. Yeah. Do you really. know what I mean? I then bet college basketball where it's Duke playing Princeton and give Princeton 19 and a half points. Like. All right. With that said, I'm gonna do a quick rundown. Uh, do you like Tennessee at home to win by more than 10? Yes, I do. At home, yes, I do. Do you like the Chargers at home to win by more than five? Yes, I do. Do you like the Browns to win at home by more than eight? Uh, by more than eight, no. Divisional game. But it's against that Driscoll guy, though, so you know what? And I, no Tyler Boyd. Change my answer. No yeah. A.J. Green. They don't have a quarterback. They have Joe Mixon and Driscoll. Change my answer. They don't have a quarterback, yes. Eight points, yes. They'll, they'll cover. I think, I think you're going to see a... Baker Mayfield four touchdowns. Oh, I was I was gonna say five, but I pumped the brakes. <laughs> but I'll go five because no, say four because Nick Chubb's gonna get a because oh he, yeah, he gets See, twenty touches a game, right? Yeah, he gets twenty touches. They are utilizing their rookie offensive playmakers so well, and you can't even hate on Jarvis Landry because he catches every single screen pass that that comes to him, just like he did in Miami. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, Dallas by seven uh, against Tampa. Yo, yeah. Minnesota by six. Yes. On the road. Yes. That's the first road uh, favorite. It's a must win in every sense of the term. I agree. New England at home, minus 13. At home? They don't lose in Foxborough in December. It, sorry. Last week? <laughs> was it in Foxborough last week or was it in Heinz? I don't remember. I'm fucking... <laughs> in, in, in hindsight, it's a Lit hell... up like my Christmas tree. In hindsight, Jeremy, it's a hell of a lot easier to see why the Pittsburgh Steelers had a little bit of what was perceived... It was in Foxborough. It was in hindsight? I used to punt in hindsight, bro. Oh, in hindsight. Jeez Louise. Again, there's two. Don't take away from my pun in hindsight. Green, anyway. Green Bay on. on the road by two against the Jets. Yes. Because no. Joe no. Philbin, because Joe Philbin is play calling no. and Aaron Rodgers likes it. We'll see. Two points. Two points. Okay. All I have to say is uh, you like Sam Darnold. Do they have Darnold to Bell yet? Darnold to Donald to Arnold or Sam Darnold. Donald to Arnold is actually what I said there. But what I meant to say was Darnold to Robbie Anderson. There you go. Get out of here. Get out of here! You are pulling quality football out of nowhere because there's nothing there. There's nothing there? All can right. I talk about <clears throat> D.D. Westbrook? No. And you can't talk about Robbie Anderson. Carry on. You didn't like the, the performance that those two have shown the last two weeks? The potential of maybe next year? Get another weapon around them? I just think there's so much better football to talk about than what's coming in there. I agree. That, that, I agree. Sorry, Mitch. No Packers talk. I tried. <laughs> Aaron Jones is hurt. It's Aaron Rodgers and company. Fair enough. Houston, Philly. Philly is favored by two at home. You re- you heard that right. Philly favored by two. That's correct. <clears throat> or that was the early line. Let's. I'm going to take Houston, but I think that Philly magic is just something's going to happen. And you're terrified of it. I can see. I I, I can feel the fear. It's palpable. You just think that Foles has got that it factor? No, I do not. <clears throat> I I I love Philadelphia cheesesteaks sandwiches. I was watching the Fresh Prince of Bel Air the other day. Um, I like always sunny in Philadelphia. 
You might um, even catch a Flyers game. Ron Hextall was a hell of a goalie. He'd love to fight. Gar Snow, too. Anything else? The Philadelphia Phillies aren't bad. Roy Halladay played for them after he left Toronto. May he rest in peace. That's true. But the Philadelphia Eagles, you just have no... Rocky movies? Do you like Rocky movies? I love Rocky movies. Who doesn't like Excluding Rocky Excluding Rocky 5. You, you going to see Creed 2, the new one that's coming out? I am. Why not, man? That shit is so inspirational. It it's makes you feel like you want to go to the gym and then never go grab. for four and a half months after that. It's cash grab. So what, cash grab? What movie isn't? Hollywood's what, a cash I'll grab. I'll tell you bro. what movie was. That Deadpool where they just took the swearing out of the second movie and re-fucking released it for Christmas. And I didn't care about that. Interesting. Uh, anyways. Carrying on. Indie. Giants, Indy at home, minus nine. Indy's going to cover nine points. I, they'll, they'll, they'll win by ten. I would certainly hope they can. Is Odell playing? I don't think so. I, Robbie Anderson. I don't know what that has to do with anything. It has to do with my flex. Oh, gosh. Good luck. <laughs> uh, Speaking of good luck, Miami at home, winning by five. Battle of Florida. Oh, Miami wins because Jacksonville has the worst offense historically with Cody Kessler in, but they're still not going to put Bortles in. What about their terrible run defense? Where a guy by the name of, I don't know, but I picked him up. <laughs> oh, boy. Just the look on your face. I don't care if this is pissing the listener off right now. It's worth it for my own, for my own amusement. You look per- <laughs> just perturbed. So... <clears throat> Did Miami win by five? Their hopes are still technically alive. I'm going to take Jacksonville just because I think that their defense is going to play spoiler oh, to Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. So, see, this is the problem. I don't think Miami's a playoff team. I said they they were the worst 3-0 team. You know what you said? That you're lucky that Johnny's not here or What's else that? you would be having it played repeated right now? What's that? I don't think they're going to lose again this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I did say that. I really don't think so, Jeremy. I, I, um... Whenever you bust out a Jeremy on me... Yeah. It's like, well, oh, fuck, he means this shit. Yeah. Ugh. And also, I... I that just, got spliced up. I just I think... I still have to play it. I just think to myself that Oakland and New York, Arizona, and San Francisco all need to win more games in the last two weeks than Jacksonville does. That's all that I know for a fact. There you go. So, uh, carry on. Can the Rams get their offense on track on the road against the... Uh, uh, what's it called? The Cardinals team? Oh, what's yeah, it called? Yeah, yeah. Against that. a divisional opponent. I yeah. actually just said that. <laughs> against the, against the. You know what I mean? What no, you call it? They certainly can. Yeah. Okay. Jeremy. Um, the team trying to fight for a first round bye. The Bears gonna go win by five or more on the road in yeah. in Ninerland. Yeah, I think so too. Chicago Bears win. Um, against an underrated defense. I'm sorry, did you just call the San Francisco 49ers an underrated defense? They're pretty good. Is it strictly because of last week? I don't know if I'd say it's strictly because of last week, but when your offense isn't, you know, outperforming their opponents very often, you're on the field pretty a lot. I'm not, ha- I'm not tying a noose or anything. Richard but. Sherman is a shell of his former self, but... Is Nick Mullins the, the, the back of quarterback going forward there? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, so, too. Because there's no question. Sorry. Shown enough. I mean, he's been bad at times, too, but that first performance was like... It was... They should... I hope they had the film crews going that night. I bet you Nick Mullins has that game tape just playing at his house on loop. No, I mean, he's got it, he's got it spliced for a theatrical release. 
Like oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he probably, like, rents, like, a, a small independent theater. Coming this fall. Yeah, he rents a small independent theater, gets all his friends and family and go in and just, like, the story. Small kid. Small town kid. Renovated career of Nick Mullins. All right. <laughs> Carry on. Pittsburgh on the road. New Orleans is favored at home by six. Sorry, five and a half. Can they win by six or more? Yes. They've got technically a one and a half game lead. Correct? Yes. In that division? And they seal it all with a win. But I think they're gonna have to earn it. Oh the conference. I think they win I think Will Lutz is gonna have a a big game this this week. I think it's gonna be uh his legs going to matter? I think so. Um and I'm also interested to see what type of a performance Pittsburgh can put up in New Orleans strictly for my own I want to see that defense. measuring stick. I want to see what New Orleans looks like against a team that's playing for against elimination essentially. Mm-hmm. Like Pittsburgh can't afford to lose this really. I mean they can. No, it's another must win for a team. But they yeah. can't because like newsflash, Baltimore's right behind them for the division. Yeah, no, and 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 it's 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 an out of conference game, so it has a little less importance. That's why I say that the seedings might change, but I don't less. think I don't think any of the twelve teams that are in right now are, are getting out. I don't think anyone from the outside looking in is going to get in. If there is, it's that Colts team. It's hard to argue with that, but I just this is the not. I could see ball. Like I mean, very well, Chargers could win this weekend, this and is- Baltimore. You know what I mean? Loses, and then I think they got the Browns Week 17. And let's say the Browns play spoiler Week 17. They can't make the playoffs this year, but they finish strong and they play spoiler role. You know what I mean? Like, I can see that storyline playing out. I think Is the, it that crazy? I think next week the Browns and the Ravens are going to be a really exciting matchup to end the season. Yeah, that's what I think. I just said that. Does, like, is, I obviously wasn't listening because I was looking at my resources. Well, I was trying to fucking save it there, B-Mike. B-Mike, get it? Um, oh, yeah, no. Like your Mike? Your name's Mike? Oh, yeah, right now. B-Mike? Yeah. Okay. I prefer more like the one. Best, the best gosh darn B-Mike in podcast history. Oh, gosh. Also very humble. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Dak Prescott. Um, anything else you, you like this week? Um, my, I'm gonna, I've been trying to fucking do things a little different. I'm taking KC to win by three. Over I'm taking Chicago to win by five. I'm taking Miami to win by five. I'm taking Houston to not lose by more than two. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all, folks. Like, that's, that's. I'm not fucking around with any. Oh, maybe I might dibble dabble in indie by ten, just because I just watched what I watched. Like it wouldn't be surprising if if the Giants get blanked by seventeen nothing, just like they did last week. Yeah, it'd be in a different style. Yeah. Actually, I don't. Let me retract that because I don't know if Saquon's necessarily going to have back to back weeks looking the way he did against Tennessee. But I could also see the Colts kind of watching that tape and feeling confident and being able to mimic uh, a similar sort of game plan to to limit him. Like, he had his worst game of the season, right? Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't play very well. Yeah. I didn't expect him to have as many of, uh, of 
dom like not dominant because they're losing, but like I mean, he's a stud. Uh, and it's not just because he's a Penn State guy. I respect the talent. Um, but I did watch him get hit a lot in the backfield in his senior year at Penn State and not necessarily always get out of it. Don't, he's always he always seems to be making the right cut mm-hmm. this season, which is even more impressive because of the line blocking for him. And I know it's not as catastrophic as it has been in years past, but yeah. Do you have any like, like locks? I know there's no such no, thing. No, not, you're not this, gonna. You're not, not gonna say. It. I, to, I, I said last close week to the playoffs. That doesn't. I don't think that exists this close to the playoffs. Oh, uh, I don't know. Playing Arizona. Okay, well, what's a lock for you? I think Tennessee over Washington at home. Like Tennessee has to win. So if Tennessee loses this game, yeah. then heads roll. Maybe not heads roll. Like Vrabel's not going anywhere. But like, there's questions. Like they're evaluating it a little differently if they lose that game because they then they know they're done. That's another good team that's probably going to miss the playoffs. And I said last year that I thought they did the right thing firing their coach in the offseason, even though they made the playoffs, and I think they got better even though if they don't make the playoffs this year. That sounds absurd. But you look at some of the wins that they've – and the way that they've won this season, it's – like I'm not crazy for thinking it. No. And, I mean, Buffalo could could very well be – There's another – like I said, week two, I said lock them in at 32. They're not going anywhere, folks. They're like 21, probably, uh, if I were to still have been making power rankings. Look better than Jacksonville. 100%. Jacksonville's probably like 30th. Um, makes Realistically, makes that's got to be hard. I just threw up a bit of... In, but in you my, know what, though? At least you're a man. At least you're still wearing that fucking hat on your head. <laughs> I mean, it's not just because it's cold. Well, it is cold. Um, what, I, what I'm curious to see is... If the Dallas Cowboys can write the offensive ship against one of the you worst defenses. You cannot be cold right now. Against one of the worst. I, I couldn't be more comfortable. I was going to say, yeah. I'm wearing long underwear. Oh, okay. Um, it, uh, Canadian really, podcasting where really, you want yeah. to be able to smoke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, close the door to the igloo, eh? No. Um, can, can the Cowboys. Yo, are you in my. Me- are you like searching my fucking Twitter handle, bro, it's, and finding what people are saying? It's basically an episode of Black Mirror. Someone said, I knew you guys were Canadian, but I puked when someone said A last week. Now that there's a third voice, I couldn't figure out which one of you bacon eaters said it. Bacon eaters. I thought that was the best part of it. Oh, smokes. Only if it's maple flavored. Um, no. Ew. Uh, differ. We always what? differ. You don't like, put syrup on your bacon? Fuck. Only in Mexico when, it's dirt, when it's dirt bacon. <laughs> Yo, that's what I, that's how I... <laughs> Oh, fuck me, Mike's almost falling out dirt, off the chair. Dirt bacon. Oh, uh, bro, on my honeymoon, and we stayed at a five, like a nice five-star, and I get like some sort of weird like food anxiety when we travel, where I I, I, I'm, I turn even to a more picky eater, okay. but all I could eat was bacon on our honeymoon in the mornings. Even the dirt and bacon? I ha- and I had to smother it in what they called syrup so that I could at least like not gag it down oh god that's funny man yeah um all right i think, guess, I've, I think I've taken us off the rails enough this fucking week ah geez louise with that being said nice you, you got it to five there you go i wish i had an over under over under oh it had to have been the modest be, three the quarter's gotta be three yeah you shattered it um <laughs> i don't know the nfl is a strange lady uh to quote brian broadus um and I don't know how that quote brought us here, but well, because I just don't, like if you if you really think did you catch the pun? 
Oh, brought us here. Ooh. That, wow, you're corny as Nailed ne- it, bud. Corny as Nebraska, bro. Ooh. Uh Scott you, Frost had a terrible year, first year head coach. That's for the offseason. Um Yeah, I don't know. I was just I had a thought of it was it was all good just a week ago. Until So I don't know. So it's I don't know what it could be all good just a couple days from now. I don't know. But all I do know, like, because in the not fucking logical league and the super parody league, twenty three nothing no, can't no defense nothing. league. Twenty three nothing can't happen again. Oh, it definitely cannot happen again. But also, it's just I'm I'm not stuck on it. But it's uh, I have a an everlasting thought, even at the end of this podcast. It's just it was all good just a week ago. So like I said, my feeling after week 15 of the NFL season is that it really was just all good a week ago for more than just my Dallas Cowboys, but uh, for the Seattle Seahawks, uh, definitely for the Patriots, uh, two weeks in a row, uh, it was better uh, just a week ago. Um, Same for the Rams. Uh, you know, and there's other teams that aren't in a valley right now. They're, they're, they're still at the peak. And, you know, I, I think the Saints are getting back to their peak. Uh, the Bears are definitely peaking uh, at the right time. They're a dangerous-looking team. Um, yeah, stay optimistic, football fans. It's, uh, it's not over till it's over. And uh, hopefully uh, your team wins this week. Good luck to y'all. Uh, thanks for tuning in as always, and uh, we'll catch you next time. By the way, Mike the Jag finally has Twitter. It's at Mike the Jag. <laughs> Big surprise. Also, you can uh, you can follow myself at Jeremy Keon, J E R M C K E O N. Mike the Jag is obviously M I K E T H E J A G. Uh, follow Johnny Intern at X88X, the spelling of 88. Uh, and of course, you can and should be already following the talking underscore pigskin page if you're not do that. And hit us up with some uh, five star rating. Thanks, guys. Peace out.